Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Presented by T-Mobile, the official wireless partner of Odyssey Sports. With an awesome network and great savings, there's never been a better time to join T-Mobile. Visit your neighborhood store to make the switch today. So this is kind of a quarterback or no quarterback uh, in the upcoming offseason conversation. 301-230-0980. Our Ace Law listener lines are open. In a rec, Ace Law helps you get a check. Call 8888-ACE-LAW. You know, we still have four Sam Howell games left um, against really good defensive teams in the case of the Jets and the Cowboys and the 49ers, of course. Uh, so more opportunity to observe and evaluate and come up with an even stronger opinion one way or the other, or perhaps just as perplexed as maybe you are now when we get to the end of the season. But right now, what's your gut? Because it's now looking like Washington is going to have a top three or top four pick in the NFL. Currently, they're the fourth uh, in the fourth position, what game are they really going to win the rest of the way? I mean, maybe the Jet game, maybe the Cowboy game if they don't have anything to play for. Boy, you don't want them to win any of these games because there are some quarterbacks in this draft. Now, somebody asked me yesterday about the night, you know, is this equivalent to uh, the 1983 NFL draft that had all of the incredible quarterbacks that were taken in the first round? I missed on two of them. Thank you, Pat Judge. Thank you, Billy McGolrick. Actually, I think I only missed on one of them. I think I mentioned Tony Eason. The one that I did not get um, was Todd Blackledge. But that was a draft. That's the all-time great quarterback draft. John Elway, number one overall. Uh, The second quarterback in that draft was Blackledge to Kansas City. The third quarterback was Hall of Famer Jim Kelly to Buffalo. Tony Eason went to New England. He started in a Super Bowl. Um, Ken O'Brien went to the Jets. He quarterbacked some playoff teams. And then, of course, Dan Marino was picked 27th in that draft, one pick ahead of Daryl Green, uh, which was Washington's final uh, pick of that then 28-team league, 28-player first round. But, uh, yes, six quarterbacks in that first round. um, And you had um, ultimately three Hall of Famers in Marino, Kelly, and Elway. So... Uh, 301-230-0980, would you or wouldn't you uh, be considering seriously a quarterback? And if so, is there one that really sticks out? For me, look, I, 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 you got to put the caveat of assuming that all that have access to the interviews and the due diligence, that everything comes back, that all of these guys are quality people, that they are going to be first-rate you know, players, locker room guys, character guys. You're not going to have problems with them. They love football. They're going to study. They're going to work, all that stuff. If I'm in the top four, help, to be honest with you, if I'm, if I'm, if I'm in the top 15, it would be negligent not to look seriously at everybody in the draft 
And I'm talking about offensive linemen, pass rushers, all of your needs, and quarterback to evaluate all of the quarterbacks that you will have a chance to draft based on where you're drafting and to even consider the possibility if there's somebody you really think is the next Patrick Mahomes or the next elite quarterback trading up for one. They will do that. It would be negligent and irresponsible not to do that. You do not have any sort of concrete proof through 13 games that Sam Howell is going to be special or elite. You don't. So you all, all you have to be striving for something better. And in this draft, assuming all of the due diligence, all of the character stuff proves to be positive, man, Jaden Daniels is so intriguing to me. I mean, Caleb Williams is too, don't get me wrong. Drake May, of the three that are projected to be the first three taken, would be three for me behind what Caleb Williams and Jaden Daniels have the physical ability to do to a football team at that position. Jaden Daniels, to me, the biggest concern I have is his body type. He is not thick like Lamar. But he runs like Lamar, he is explosive like Lamar, and he can throw it like Lamar, if not better. So to me, Daniels, assuming all of the you know intangibles are there, there's no way if he's sitting there at four right now, based on what I think, that I wouldn't take him. But at the very least, I'm exploring every single quarterback in this draft. And by the way, if there's a chance you think to trade back a couple of spots, pick up additional picks, and still get a Jaden Daniels, I'd be totally for that too. Imagine adding Jaden Daniels, and with you know now you've got six or seven picks in the first three rounds, and you're able to get offensive linemen, you're able to get a pass rusher in the draft, you're able to add a tight end in the draft, That'd be a home run. Uh, Denton, you say what before we get to the phone lines? I mean, we're in, we're in a similar spot. I'd be in heaven if they somehow trade back, get Jaden Daniels and another first-round pick this year and end up with like a Brock Bowers. I think I might collapse out of pure joy if something like that happens, but I would prefer Jaden Daniels. I think he's the best option. I Obviously, Caleb Williams is is the top option. I don't think this team is going to be drafting number one overall, so they might miss out on him. But I got to be honest, even if we get to the point where this team is you know, closing in on the number one overall pick, I think you have to really evaluate those two guys side by side. The way that Jaden Daniels has played this year, I think he's certainly in that same conversation of being worthy of the number one overall pick. Do you think you and I are in the minority on Daniels? Or not. I mean, we know we've seen the steam here over the last month, and we had Dane Brugler on the show last week. He had him going top seven um, in his first mock draft. But what you just said, it's my gut feeling that that's true, that we are going to get closer to March and April, and Daniels is going to be evaluated very closely side by side with Caleb Williams. I think we're ahead of the curve. But I also think we watch a lot more college football than you know certain people in our market, which is not a knock. Like this is this is an NFL market through and through. But you and I have a a. I don't a I don't care about the, the people in our market. But do you think that college that, that draft people under that that they they are starting to feel like there could actually be a question between Williams and Daniels at some point down the road. Yeah, I, I do, and I think we're seeing less steam for a guy like Drake May. I think Jaden Daniels is kind of 
He might not be there yet, but I do think he will overtake as we get closer to the draft. What draft analysts think of him, I think he'll overtake Drake May. All right, 301-230-0980. Let's get to the phone line. Steve, what do you say? Go ahead. Okay, I'm, uh, Steve from Ferndale. How you doing today, buddy? Steve, what's up, man? You're on. All right, so as I said to your young man, um, my my father was a professor at Auburn, and I'm an LSU grad. So you've kind of gone into a lot of things. One thing I will want to say quickly is, John Kime, you want to see what it's like? Come down to LSU or to Tuscaloosa when LSU and they are playing each other, and tell me that you got a better rivalry at Michigan and Ohio State. I'm well, they do, you, but I've been down, to we'll I've been to Death Valley for LSU Bama, and it's a top five sporting event of all time that I've ever been to. It was incredible, yeah, and I've I been to Michigan, you. Ohio State too. Where it is. Right, right, right. All right. So, but, what do you okay. say to the so, question, Steve? Uh, let's let's just get on to the let's get on to the general manager part of this thing. Uh, you've already said it. If we right now, I don't believe this team's going to win another game. So, I think we're going to be well inside the fourth pick. If Jaden Daniels is there, and I'm, let me ask you a question. I'm going to ask this question. I want to ask it. If Burroughs was available in this draft at four, and we were picking four, would you take him? Joe Burrow? Yeah. Well, of course. Okay, so that's my answer to my question. I am telling you that Jaden Daniels is as good or better than Burroughs. And the reason why I know he's as good as Burroughs, I have seen every single play that Burroughs has made when he was at LSU, I've seen every single play that Jaden Daniels has played. I will tell you that Jaden Daniels is better, and the reason why he's better is he's faster than Joe Joe Burrow. Other than that, he's got all the intangibles that Joe Burrow has, except he is faster. Now, you talked about uh, him coming, dropping in the draft. If if he's there at four, you don't take a chance. This guy is, is too good, and I think he's as good as Mahomes. And I, that's a big statement. I think he's as good as Mahomes or better. Yeah. Th- thanks for the call, Steve. So, Pre- appreciate that. Um, yeah. Uh, <laughs> it is Joe Burrow, not Joe Burrows. But um, uh, I'm. I I can't like I hope Jaden Daniels plays in that bowl game. I just loved watching you and I sat there every week going back to the early portion of the season. I recorded the A&M game because it went off at the same time as the Michigan-Ohio State game because I wanted to go back and watch that game um, with him. He is electrifying. Uh, he is the, the thing, again, putting the part that we don't know aside and assuming that it's good, and that's a big assumption sometimes with these guys, but... um. The one thing physically is he is, uh, he's got a body type that is not super thick and he does look breakable. And at the same time, sometimes it looks like it doesn't matter because nobody can catch him anyway. Um, and he's got incredible Lamar like, Vic like, Vic like vision as a runner and is faster. Uh, Peter, Peter, go ahead. First of all, I think you guys are kind of tainting your uh, audience pool by saying all this about a new quarterback, but that's good. Um, here's my thing. None of the top teams, none of the top contending teams get there by quarterback alone. And I know everybody chases quarterbacks, but we're chasing it more than anybody I know in the league. And 
you know, uh, with our guy Howell, you know what, if you guys get a quarterback, I'd love to see Howell go to another team and kick our ass, okay? I'm not saying he's the greatest, but, you know, we got nothing. we got no offensive line, no defensive line, no defensive secondary. We've got a handful of receivers and maybe half a tight end, no linebackers, you know. And you look at the, the washout factor on the number one quarterbacks. It's huge. You're right. And you look at the number of second, third string retread quarterbacks that are playing good football right now. Geno Smith. And you remember what Russell Wilson was. He was like a walk-on practically. And, they, and you look at Brock Purdy. But there are exceptions. But there's tons of them out there this year. So I'm saying, yeah, go ahead and look at it. But let me tell you what. We don't have a team to support a quarterback. Okay. Well, you do have ninety to maybe a hundred million dollars in cap space to support a quarterback. Remember that. You also have right now five picks in the top three rounds. Um, But yes, look, if it ends up being that they evaluate my the one thing that I would just say definitively, it would be completely irresponsible not to take seriously the possibility of drafting a quarterback, meaning you do all of the evaluation, you do all the due diligence, etc. You said that that 50 times, and everybody's going to do that. But if all, well, not not everybody, they didn't do it in 2018. The, the okay when they when they drafted uh, Alex Smith when they traded for Alex Smith there are some teams that totally mark it off their list and especially if they've got a young quarterback that they completely believe in so I think you're wrong no, there but no, with I'm not, I'm not arg- here's what I'm going to say about yeah. the quarterback situation more important than the quarterback situation is the coach we have had apologists for coaches forever. You know, you don't have to be a big man to be a good coach. I mean, look at some of these guys like Shanahan and McDaniels. They're not big guys. They're not super pro experienced, but, but they have some confidence and some clarity and some, they, they exude authority. We have had crybaby, whiny, excuse-making coaches, you know, forever. Our coach is the most important. And guess what? That coach is more important. If we get a good coach and a Sam Howell, we can still win. If we get a bad coach and Jaden McDaniels, we can still lose. Okay, right. The coach is more important than the quarterback right now because we have a good enough quarterback. They're both important, you look- Peter. They're both important. In this, oh, in this yeah, no league, quarter, I think you could actually make the case that the quarterback's more important, but I'm with you. I actually come down on your side. They've got to get competent uh, you know, uh, coaching, and by the way, as a staff, they got to have a good staff uh, as well. Thanks exactly. for the call. Good call. Appreciate it. Let's go to Rick. Rick, go ahead. Hey, how you doing, Kevin? What's up, Rick? All righty. Well, if I am the GM, I'm, I'm not Rick, going, you got to turn I'm down your radio. It'll make it easier for you. I'm not, go- I'm not going the way of of the quarterbacks that everybody's talking about. I'm looking at the guy. Rick, a, Rick, well, let's put uh, Rick on hold. Tell Rick he's got to turn his radio down because it's throwing him off. Let's go to Aaron. Aaron's calling from Salt Lake City. Beautiful Salt Lake City. Aaron, go ahead. That it is, Kevin. That it is. It would be criminal, as you stated, if we do not look for a quarterback on this upcoming draft. I'm assuming that everybody who comes in would be confident and they would have a ballot plan and they looked at all the quarterbacks. If we are at number three or four, you have to consider it. And the reason being, we're not winning as many games as people who are pro-how folks 
really anticipated. They expected us to win eight, eight and one, maybe. Maybe they expected us to be seven and nine, and that. Would I don't good. think that's the reason they expected them to be seven and ten or eight, eight, eight and nine. I think it was the defense before the season started. I think Hal was a question mark. I think Hal has become less of a question mark for for a lot of people, and I would say for me too. Um, I think he's been one of the bright spots of the season. And I'm not saying he still can't be a bright spot. Yeah. I just don't know if his ceiling is as high as right. somebody else's floor that is in the current draft right now. I think it's you, you have to look, and if the talent evaluators say he's the best person, you take him. If they say also that he is, we have a quarterback that I can make work in my system if we trade back and get additional picks because I feel confident he would be there, then you do that too. I think I've put a lot of faith in the talent evaluation of Ron for four years, and it hasn't paid off. I think I can give somebody else an opportunity to do the talent evaluation and give them the same level of confidence that I did for the first two years with Ron that I would with someone else, especially if they're coming from a bona fide system or whatever the case it may be. But point being, absolutely, you have to consider it because – the record is what it is. Your record says that right now everybody on the team needs to be evaluated, including the quarterback position. And Correct. unfortunately, it may not be him, but I think we need to look at the quarterback. Thanks, Aaron, very much for the call. Appreciate it. If you're on hold, everybody stay there. Steve, Robert, Bob, Harry, Russell, Paulie, Joe, stay on hold. Question is, right now here on December 5th, if they end up with a top four pick, uh, are you seriously considering quarterback? And if so, is there one that really intrigues you more than any other? Your calls continue on this on our Ace Law listener lines when we come back. It's the Kevin Sheehan Show on the Team 980 and the Team980.com. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. All right, what do you think right now? Top four pick, how seriously would you consider a quarterback if you're Washington? And is there someone that you'd really, really like to consider there in the top four? Uh, 301-230-0980. Let's go to Harry and Frederick. Harry's been on hold for a while. Harry, thank you so much. Go ahead. Hey, how you doing this morning, Kevin? Good, Harry. Um, 
Yeah, I would. I would definitely look at Williams or Daniels at the fourth. If we were the fourth pick, I mean, we got. Not that I have any. I don't want to say that Hal is out of the picture. I don't say that, but we haven't had a franchise quarterback in town since Joe Theismann. That's been a long time ago. We had one for one year. We thought Robert Griffin. Now the thing that scares me about Daniels is I'm seeing Robert Griffin again, but. What I've seen on the field, and I do watch a lot of college ball. I'm a heavy better, got to be honest. And I, I think the world of the boy. He's a good quarterback. But it's scary, you know. Um, having Hal in our back pocket makes it uh, makes it a little easier for me. Right. Go ahead and say, yeah. I, we need a franchise quarterback, and, and I'm not sure if Hal's going to be that. Hal's going to be a great backup, maybe even a, a good starter right. but I don't think he's a franchise quarterback um, yeah. maybe at, at, the, at the top of what I see him doing is a similar career to Joe Theismann that's the top well I'd and take that if, if you promise me that I would take that I, I've yeah. said that to me just you know hunch through 13 games Andy Dalton comes to mind which by the way is not that bad Andy Dalton you know for a f- solid four or five year stretch was somewhere in the middle uh, top half of the league somewhere near it but thanks for the call Harry the only thing I would say about the RG3 Jaden Daniels comparison first of all forget the fact that you had a guy here who was incredibly entitled and you had an owner that fed into that and it became disastrous from that standpoint but RG3 is not a similar quarterback to Jaden Daniels from this standpoint uh, although both of them have guns for arms and RG3 I think one of the things that we you know we talked about but he had a big arm and could throw a, a, a really good deep ball but RG3 was a a no vision runner he 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 didn't he was a track straight line speed guy Jaden Daniels has all the wiggle plus the burst, plus the straightaway. I mean, it's incredible to watch him uh, maneuver through a pocket and then find just the slightest of opening and then deke somebody and then he's off for a 60-yard run. Like, it's it's Lamar-like, it's Vic-like in his ability to make people miss and then outrun people. RG3 didn't make anybody miss because he couldn't see him coming. He didn't have that peripheral, you know, basketball kind of vision. He was straight line speed. Um, So I don't see that as a similarity at all. What is a little bit scary about Daniels is just he's got a breakable body type. It's a very thin frame. Um, And RG3 had the same. Uh, Russell, Russell, thanks for holding. Go ahead. Good morning, Kevin. How are you? I'm well. How are you, Russell? Good, good. Yeah, you, you've got to look at a quarterback, um, you know, obviously. And from a uh, drafting perspective, the kid out of Oregon, I like the kid out of Oregon, Bo right. Nick. Um, you know, he's got the physical tools. He's, he didn't show so well against Washington the other night, but... Um, you know, he's a guy that could probably fall a little bit deep, it sounds like, because everybody... It sounds on. like it, yeah. Uh, and, you know, I just I just like his physical, uh, you know, his, his stature, for one thing. I mean, he's a big guy. And, um, you know, I, I saw him a couple of times this season, and I thought he was pretty impressive. 
Yeah, I, look, I, th- I think all of the guys that are coming out, the one guy that I'm not super intrigued with is J.J. McCarthy from Michigan. Um, and yeah, I, I think I like uh, Knicks I more than I like Penix. Uh, but can you, I mean, imagine that the new GM comes in. Thanks for the call, by the way. Uh, appreciate it, Russell. Um, the uh, Imagine being able to come in and you decide the quarterback that you really like is a quarterback that you can maybe even get on day two or later in the first round, and you got the ability to trade back and pick up Fashanu, the tackle from Penn State, uh, to pick up maybe you know another um, potentially maybe believe it or not another wide receiver, another corner, a pass rusher, and then still get the quarterback, and then you and then have him come in and compete, you know, with Sam Howell. Uh, that may be you know something that we end up seeing next end of April, beginning of May as well. That's a possibility. Let's go to Bob in Burtonsville. Bob, go ahead. Kevin, one of your best shows ever today. Thank you for that, sir. Well, thank you, Bob. I didn't realize that. Hey, let's talk about what we have now. I sat in the end zone for 55 years, watched all the Redskin games. I've seen all great quarterbacks come in and play against us. I've seen great quarterbacks that played for us. The one thing that this kid Hal has is the ability to make an NFL player miss him when he has the ball in the hand. Mm-hmm. Sure, he's been knocked down almost 100 times. Sure, he's been sacked. But this kid's ability to do the little shake, the stutter, and the thing, is incredible. Incredible. I'm talking about all pro football. What he's running the ball and making a miss. The fact is, he has to do that so many times. It doesn't matter whatever quarterback you pull out of college. College and pro games is totally different on the defenses in the NFL because they're a lot better. And that's the one unique thing that nobody, everybody overlooks. The thing I'd like to see him do is when he takes a drop back that you talk about we can never do. I watched two of this last week. When he sets up, he never sets up in the same spot. So that's a different thing of footwork he has to do on his drop back. And being said all that, love any great player at quarterback. we got a pretty damn good one, but the one thing we got to do is Take that that tackle from Notre Dame. Joel. Any quarterback we draft can stand. Trade up. Trade all. Take the tackle first. Then right. pick quarterback to protect. That's Thanks, my thought, Bob. man. If you don't protect. Good call. Hey, Bob, one of the best calls of the day. Good job. Appreciate that. Um, I agree. I think Sam's best attribute that we've seen is his ability to you know, escape, extend, make plays um, by far and away. And, you know, it's I think this was clear to anybody that watched him in college or even watched him in preseason games here or in the season finale, he's got NFL arm strength too. There's a lot to like about Sam. And if ultimately the GM comes in and evaluates everybody and says, you know what, we're actually better off just taking all this cap space and all these draft choices and building around Sam Howell, we can be a contender then they'll be judged on that, and we'll see. And, you know, to, to, to an earlier caller's point, I mean, you just go through 
the quarterbacks drafted, you know, they most of them come from the first round. Most of the really good ones come from the top half of the first round. But for every really good one that comes from the top half of the first round, there are two that miss badly. So it is a crapshoot, understood. And maybe the feeling from the GM will be there's a lot known about Sam Howell after playing one year, and I feel more comfortable with the known on him than the unknown on a player to to, to draft. By the way, I would suggest, too, that if they do like a quarterback, um, you know, Sam's not going anywhere. You know, they would have Sam Howell as a part of that as well. Obviously, the investment would dictate, you know, a a big emphasis on trying to create an opportunity for that guy. But, you know, if they got it wrong on that guy, they might, they'd still have Sam as as a possibility. Steve, Steve, go ahead. Hey, Kevin. How you doing? Good, Steve. Um, Beth, uh, Bobby Bethard said it, and Charlie Casserly said it. You always go for the best possible player right. in the draft, regardless of position. Yeah, that's what I'm doing. I, I think you evaluate everyone on the roster, off the roster, free agents, everything, and then in the draft you take the best possible player, regardless of position. Yeah, I agree with that, especially given what we've sort of come to learn about this roster, which I thought was a much better roster than it's turned out to be. They have a lot of needs, many more than we thought they would uh, need, unless you want to blame it solely on coaching and say that a new coaching staff comes in and gets more out of the defensive tackles, gets more out of the secondary, gets more out of the wide receivers. Um, But yeah, uh, when you're drafting that high, you are drafting the best player available, for sure. I agree with that. Yeah, thanks I, for the. I, I, yeah, go ahead. I Steve, mean, I think up. the coach. I, I, I'm sorry. I think the coaching is subpar. Yeah. But you know, we all love Terry McLaurin because he's the best we've had here in a long time. But the fact of the matter is, if you stack him up against what are considered the ten best, or the fifteen best, or the twenty best, he's not on the list. Well, he'd be on the list of the 20 best or the 15 best, but we've we've talked a lot about Terry. You're right. He's not an elite receiver. That's true. He's not even right. in that second so, tier more likely than not. Yeah, so he's, you know, so, he's you make him a slot receiver but he's good. or you or you. Uh, no, he, you know, he, he's you a know. number 1 receiver. He's a top half of the league number 1 receiver. He's just not I think what some of our fans have thought he's been for a while. And you can always make the case that, well, with a better quarterback, well, we've had a better quarterback here this year. Sam Howell's been the best quarterback we've had here since Cousins, no matter how this year turns out, no matter what his numbers are. He's going to lead the league in interceptions. He's going to lead the league in QB sacks. He's going to be, you know, not even top 20 in QBR, just for those keeping track of the real numbers and not just, you know, passing yard numbers. Um, but he's clearly the best opportunity we've had to be competent offensively since Cousins. Uh, let's go to Ian. Ian wants to weigh in. Ian, go ahead. Of course, you draft a quarterback. I don't care if it's the fourth pick, fifth pick, whenever the quickest you can get a quarterback, that's the answer. Like you just said, Sam Howe will lead the league in the following interceptions, 
pick sixes, sacks, sack yardage, and he's 20th in QBR. He's bottom third in passer rating. That's not a franchise quarterback. He was drafted in the fifth round for a reason, like we've said from the beginning of the season. He is has not been enough to say with a new GM, a new head coach, a new offensive coordinator that we need somebody else. I understand we're a bad team. Need position positional help everywhere. You know who else said that? The Houston Texans last year. And with one pick, with a rookie head coach, look how quickly they are. They're on the doorstep of winning that division now with Trevor Lawrence potentially out. A quarterback makes biggest change beyond this. And I think fans, like you said, you went through this debate last year with fans saying, guys, it is more about the quarterback than you realize. I think fans want to build the roster, that whole goofy debate versus getting a quarterback. You get the quarterback and that's it. This notion that you trade down and try to get more picks, this, that, the other, more cracks at it. You can have the most loaded roster, see the Jets, it doesn't matter. So you have to go for a first-round quarterback, top five pick. And look, it was wrong on Jaden Daniels. Like, we went back and forth on Twitter. I would take him, give him the chance to, quote-unquote, beef up. But you have got to get a quarterback or this franchise is going nowhere. Just uh, w- one thing. If Sam Howell were the starting quarterback of the New York Jets, they would be in the playoffs. So I'm not saying they would so. win the Super Bowl. I'm not saying they'd be a Super Bowl contender, but Sam Howell is better, and you're right, and I think it's very important just for those that are absolutely convinced that they've seen the next coming of Steve Young or Joe Montana to just settle down. He's going to lead the league in sacks, lead the league in interceptions, lead the league in pick sixes. His QBR is is 21st. His passer rating's 23rd. And you can blame it on a lot of things. You can blame it on the offensive line. You can blame it on the defense. You can blame it on Eric Bieniemy or Ron Rivera whatever, okay, there is still a big question mark about Sam Howell in terms of whether or not he's a true top you know, third of the league quarterback. What is true, that, that's a mystery. What is true is he would, that Jet team with a guy like Sam Howell, they'd, they'd be, instead of, what are they, 4-9, and 4-8, they'd be 7-5 and five or 8-4. and four. So you can build around a guy like Sam Howell and you can win more games than you lose. That's not the goal, of course. The goal is when you get to January to win it all. Um, What else do you have? Anything else? I disagree with you that Sam Howell would be that good on the Jets. Watching his games, yes, there are moments of off-script brilliance and elusiveness, but Throw that pick six he did against Miami. It's what I've said from the beginning and why he was a fifth rounder for a reason. He lacks a feel for the pocket and the vision for the game. That pick six was so egregious. And you can, some of it on the enemy, some of it there. At some point, you don't lead the league in sacks and pick sixes and INTs. He's got a sack problem. The sack problem, Ian, is the reason, as we've figured out that's why he went in the fifth round there are a lot of gms and a lot of evaluators that essentially said that's his problem that doesn't improve dramatically he's not worthy of a higher pick and that's why that by the way why washington even though they'd never admit it because they you know are so you know tied to him in so many ways 
that's why they didn't take him it, it, per their evaluation, you know, the, in air quotes, uh, in the first or second or third or fourth round. Uh, Paulie, Paulie, go ahead. Remember. Okay, let's move on from Ian. Did, what did he admit he was wrong on? You just you you sent me a notice. Yeah, he, he, he said he, he was wrong about uh, Jaden Daniels. So I applaud him for admitting oh, that he was wrong. Right, right, we right, were right, right, about right. That. Yes, yes, yes. Uh, then that's what he mentioned about Twitter. I do remember that now. Yeah, he said to me at some point. Uh, he said that he didn't play well against Alabama, and I said, "Tell me you didn't watch the game without telling me you didn't watch the game." He was absolutely brilliant before he got hurt, um, and then he said he won't even be invited to New-, to New York. And I said, "He'll be in New York, and he still has a legitimate chance to win it, um, and he's going to win it." As it turns out, Paulie, go ahead. Big guy, hell to the W, man. What's up? Um, look, man. I, I sometimes, I, I, like you said, I don't know if so many people watching these games, man. You can say what you want to say about Sam Howe. I'll say second-year starter, you know, running for his life. You're going to get sacks. You're going to have pick six. You're going to have bad plays. He, he's a product of his offensive line right now. No, All right? Two steps into his drop, he's running for his life. There's pressure on him, regardless of what it is. So the fact that he's doing what he's doing – you know, you, you got to give him more credit than what we're giving him. Second year, second year, second year player, first year starter on a bad, bad, bad team with a bad, bad offense. Do you run. know what Washington's yeah. pass block win rate is right now per next gen? I just want, I, I, I just want to throw some facts into the conversation because I'm not disagreeing with you that the offensive line's a problem. I think it's a massive problem. I agree with you. But do you know what the next-gen pass block win rate for Washington is right now in the league? It's 15th, Paulie, 15th. They're a middle-of-the-league statistically pass-blocking team. Now, my eyes don't see that. My eyes agree with you, you, but you you. also watch the rest of the league like I do. There are a lot of bad offensive lines in the league right now. You don't get much time to throw the football, and there are a lot of teams with quarterbacks that have the same issue Sam Howell has, and they aren't getting sacked as much. A lot of these sacks are in him and his processing. I'm not saying the sacks are not, some of these sacks are not on him. But that's what you get with a second-year player, first-year starter, fifth-round draft pick. All right, right now to me, right now to me, he's Gardner Minshew right now in his first. That's year. That's what I said yesterday. People make hated some that. Big plays, make some bad. Yeah. His first year, actually, everybody loved him. He made big plays. He made bad plays. And, and three, four years later, he's turned into a, a hell of a backup player, a fringe starter who might lead the Colts to a playoff playoff uh, berth. But right. my whole thing is with that, and just like with Gardner Minshew is, it's the number one quarterback in the draft or bust. We, we got to break this curse. It, for you, it's, I know, you've told me before. For you, it's Caleb Williams or nothing, and you Williams would even trade up for nothing. Caleb Williams. We yeah. got to break this curse, man. We we, we got to stop with this trying to get a mid-round yeah, yeah. pick. Or, or look, we, we missed out on, on Tua and Herbert and, and Jordan Love. You know what I mean? We couldn't evaluate that to draft them guys. Not saying they should have, but whatever reason it was, I'm just saying right now we have to break this curse. This, this has to be a whole organizational reset. We already started over with a new owner and everything. Get rid of the coach. Let's start it over. It has to be Caleb Williams or bust. If it's not Caleb Williams, then one thing Ron was right about, we scoffed at Ron at the beginning of the season when he was talking about uh, trying to build a roster. We looked at him, and either you see it was like, well, the roster is pretty, pretty set. It's 
pretty, did a good job of building. <laughs> well, it wasn't so much about that. It was that he changes his mind. One one yeah, week, yeah, it's the roster I'm going to leave you is great, and the next one is we're still building. I mean, it's, you know, as Galdi yeah, yeah. calls it, Ronnie's. By the way, I'm just going to yeah, leave you with this, all right? Um, just, uh, uh, just as a comparison, the worst pass block win rate in the league right now is New England's, and Mac Jones has been sacked 36 times less than Sam Howell. So I know you understand that. I'm just saying that for others um, to, to, to understand. Matt Jones, third, fourth year, right? He knows how. Matt Jones, third, okay. fourth year, right? At this, third, at third year, point, he knows right? How to third year, ball too. Third year, be, would that be might fair? Be bad passes. Understood. I'm not saying he wouldn't improve. I, I he wouldn't. Imp- I'm not saying it wouldn't get better. But you know that is one Matt of those Jones. things that the PFF guys and I think the scouts around the league say doesn't improve dramatically. All right, Look, I got, let me line is line sets the record. Yeah, uh, Robert in Annapolis, fi- uh, finish it up for us. Go ahead. All right, I think he just explained how irrelevant some of those metrics are. But anyhow, the Commanders are not in position to bank everything on on one magic guy coming out of college. They need to upgrade at at least fourteen or fifteen of the current uh, the twenty two starting positions. You can't do that by just grabbing the flashy quarterback that's coming out you know sam howell may never be an elite quarterback probably won't be but he can be a kirk cousins and he you can win with him if you have enough around him and this is the opportunity for the commanders to do what they should have done in 2020 and and parlay you've seen what other teams will give uh, they'll give a king's ransom to go, uh, take a chance on a quarterback right they need to actually do a roster build. They could parlay that. They could move down a little bit in the first round, get a, a key uh, position player, maybe pick up another couple of first-rounders moving forward. They, they have a two- or three-year project going, my friend. You're not going to turn this thing around <laughs> with one guy coming out. You're just not going to do it, Two to three years. Look, it's 25 to 30-year okay, project okay, we've had going on. You should have started like the Ravens did back in 1998, yeah. 1990. But anyhow. Yeah, we should have so, hired Ozzie Newsome, you, you, but Dan would have never let him do his job. You're reviews about a, a quarterback who appears to be fragile. You see these quarterbacks dropping like flies. Yeah. You, you just can't bank on one guy. Look. I would say stay. You got Hal cheap for the next couple of years. Build up what you yeah, can. There's some value in that. Him. There's some va- huh? everything you said is a way to go. Look, look. But I would only go that way if I evaluated the quarterbacks that I'd have a chance to take as major, major crap shoots that I loved but I hated that I wasn't sure of and then I would go towards at least look they're going to have that option Sam's given them that this year an option to not reach for somebody with a massive high ceiling but maybe also a super low floor um thanks for the call we got to get to a break we'll do some Denton news when we come back Kevin Sheehan show the team 980 and the team 980.com You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com. 
Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. Bad night at the office for the Caps last night. They lose to Arizona 6 to nothing. That's two losses in a row for the Caps to end their West Coast road trip. They've been outscored 10 to 1 in those two losses. They're back in action. Thursday at home against the Dallas Stars. Good news for the Commanders. They have announced that Terry McLaurin is their representative and their nominee for the NFL's Walter Payton Man of the Year Award. Congratulations to Terry. Well-earned as always. And that's what's trending. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month without a pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com.